1: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan.
1: Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash fan.
3: Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I'm going to kick some butt in the traffic truck
2: in the road. I'm going to kick some ass with a lot ass. kick little ass. Rock, flat and eagle. On
4: 1080, the fan.
2: Double sun power.
1: All right. Uh-huh. I need to say something real quick about that last commercial. I yeah. couldn't agree more that post-halftime is passive snacking. You're you're like in that commercial. They were debating. They were debating when to eat hot dogs or nachos after you know, like like after halftime. And the guy goes, "No, third quarter is popcorn. Post halftime is passive snacking." I couldn't agree more. In other words,
2: you can't eat a meal.
1: No, you do the bulk of your eating either pregame or first, second quarter, and then halftime hits, maybe you have a few beers, you get to get-up, you know, you're snacking on whatever, but third quarter rolls around. Third quarter is for popcorn, chips, maybe some sort of dip. Passive snacking after halftime, I couldn't agree more. What was the ad for? I think Dr. Pepper.
2: Okay.
1: And I think the idea was you have a Dr. Pepper whenever, which whatever, you can drink whenever you want. But as far as food goes... You're not eating it. You're not eating hot dogs and nachos and big, thick, heavy yeah, stuff after I, half. I, I, you've, you've already eaten
4: that. i during the... agree. No, I beg to differ. If you want that last slice of pizza, man, because they always stop those food sales, like what at the end of the third quarter or the seventh inning, right when they stop like alcohol sales. So, so wait, yeah, you, you go through slice? a
2: whole game hungry and um, then it, eat? No, I'm not gonna. See, I feel like I'm
4: gonna get too full by halftime if I stuff my face you know and i'm drinking beers cuz it's it's like okay am i going to pay $20 for a big beer am i going to pay $29 for a really small
1: mixed drink i'm going to go with the beer well i think they're talking more about like at the house oh. but you know like you're you're hanging well, around but it's the same it, idea though it's the same idea like
2: if you're hungry yeah. when you sit down for a game that's no good you're you, not you, waiting until the not, middle of the yeah. third
1: quarter that makes no sense
2: i see i feel like it's
4: kind of like you're pecking at it like a bird the entire it's like a oh, 60 yeah, minute long like you know yeah. or 3 hour long spread for you
1: No man. You you get in there, you get your eating done, and then, like I said, after halftime or, like, you get into the 6th, 7th inning, if it's a baseball game, uh, I like the way that guy put it. It's passive snacking time.
2: I didn't hear it. I was too busy singing the Amazon song.
1: That damn thing. And when I first heard that, I was like, that's the dumbest thing in the world. And now, like, the eighth time, I can't help myself. I'm like, that is amazing. It's got, like, a German polka thing. It makes me think of, uh, what is it, the Groundhog's Day when they're they're Bill Murray.
4: The music <laughs> yes. and habits of
1: fun. The Pennsylvania Boca.
4: Hell yeah. I love the hunger. fact
1: that you knew that. Thank you. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed you singing it. That gets me every time. And now I want to order stuff off Amazon. I wonder if I can order a garage door off Amazon.
2: I think, I think you, you can, can order a whole house. So yeah. Yes, I think can. you, you
1: really? You 3D can. printed. Did you see the 60 Minutes thing on that?
2: On what?
1: The 3D printed houses? Uh-uh. is pretty. Well, do you, do you still watch 60 Minutes?
2: Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. No, it's you a ca- bit on the Saturday Night Live scale for me. Yeah. I used to. I mean, I think it's a great show. It's the longest running show on TV, right? It might be my
1: favorite show, like yeah. non. It, I, I love 60 Minutes. I can't get enough.
2: Yeah, they do a good job.
1: They uh, there's a bro out of Texas, and uh, he has a company now, and they are 3D printing homes, and it is pretty badass. And they're and and part of it is he's trying to solve the homeless crisis, yeah. and affordable homes. So
2: explain that to me like I'm four.
1: Okay, so it's it's still concrete, right? Okay, and imagine like a like a I'm trying the best way to, to put it like a big tube of toothpaste hooked up to a big machine, and it just goes back and forth and lays down uh, rows of concrete. So the the walls do look different in that they aren't smooth. You know, like when you look at a log cabin, how you know the, the the logs are stacked on top, you know, and so it's there's like little gaps. Yeah. Imagine that, but smaller. But in concrete, and this big machine just goes through and it literally just prints out the walls, interior, exterior, everything of these homes with this big kind of nozzle machine that goes through and they are they're uh they're fireproof, they are more efficient, like heating and cooling wise, and they are Way cheaper, and you can frame a house. You can actually do more than frame a house in a, you know, fiftieth of a time it would take you to actually go through
2: and. So do it's one. just the framing. Yeah, I mean I it's mean, just the you know the foundation and the framing. Yes, I mean there are still things with throw, the
1: interior touches and and all and that. You have to throw
2: siding on it or no? Do you no? You don't have to throw siding. You have to throw windows in,
1: and yeah, you have that to stuff. you do have to do windows. But again, it it's. Look it up, you can find them on YouTube, but it's it's really cool because it leaves the spaces for the windows and you can do, and then some of the other parts of the home are done by the 3D printing machine, and then you just need to put, like the roof needs to just be put on top. It's It's really, really cool.
2: Okay, yeah, I see it here. Yeah, alright, that makes sense. A lot easier, a lot quicker to build.
1: Yeah, and like the cost, I I don't I don't want to speak at because I it was it's been a month or two since yeah. I saw it, but the cost was significantly Ooh. less.
4: We're talking like maybe a hundred grand, hundred fifty tops.
1: Yes, for a nice
4: like yeah, big for, house.
1: For yeah. yeah, like they were talking like this. I think he's down in Texas where he's doing this. Yeah, and yeah, people are building you know twenty five, thirty five hundred square foot homes, and they're a you know a quarter of the price.
2: Tell you what, I'm gonna start doing that.
1: Do you have a 3D house printing machine? Not yet. Not yet. I'll get it. But I mean, if you can get over the the look of the of the wall, because that's
2: yeah, I'm looking at it here. But they they hide that in, mo- in most of the finished products. It yeah. looks like that's just the. I mean, and then they put something over. Yeah, the, they'll the, put the siding on it or something.
1: Because the ones that I saw, the ones on the 60 Minutes, they did not. The finished homes that they were doing for people had a
2: yeah you don't have to
1: yeah but you can and i i kind of like that look like in my house i have concrete countertops and um and we didn't like you have a choice to do all different kinds of finishes and i'd left it like raw like that i have the raw edge and allow it to kind of get beat up and i kind of like that um i, I don't know. i just think it's it's wow. really cool the idea that you could have a home in a month yeah and instead of spending, you know, four hundred dollars or $500,000, if someone said, hey, man, here's 125 dollars I don't know, It's it, this is going to be something that will change, not for everybody, but this is going to change a, a lot of things for people when this becomes more of a uh, an acceptable thing.
2: Well, I want the market to keep going up, so I don't want this. I'm against it. <laughs> really? You do? yeah nobody my age i already or own under, my homes
4: well nobody my age or under can afford a house that is I one of, that I is know.
1: one of the sadder things i was talking to my my daughter and this was right before she was she had kind of decided that she was going to move to korea and i was asking her about it and one of the things that she said and i've heard this from multiple young people is they just say that you know the kind of the the dream that you were sold um doesn't exist anymore. They're like, I just, I don't know. They're like the idea of buying a house and all that. It's
2: yeah, it's not a thing. It's, it's not real. It's not
1: a thing for a lot of those kids, and they're just like. But you know
2: what? That's okay. We were talking about this the other night yeah. with my kid, who's twenty-four. We really need new phones. T-Mobile
0: will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
3: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, just turned 24. Yeah, And he's doing well. And yeah. so is his girlfriend. Yeah. But they can't
2: afford a house. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about it like, you know, it's just the new norm is maybe, you know, because kids aren't getting married young anymore. Yeah. Right. Thank God. Yeah, because it used to be, like, when we were younger, uh, Schultzy, uh, back in my day, yeah. uh, you would, especially where I'm from, like, the Bible Belt Man, like, yeah. it oh, yeah. was, you you go to high school, and then you go to college, and you meet a girl, and you get married, and you settle down, and you buy a house, and you start your jobs. Yep. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's just not, it, that's gone. Thankfully, people aren't They're, marrying to screw anymore. You can just screw. Yeah right do it. and they're they're smart about okay. that. They've already wisened up about that. It's like, "Ah, let's wait cuz maybe, you know, who knows, maybe we'll grow apart or I'll be in a different place in life in 7 years or sure. whatever." And so with that comes the you know, the home buying thing. Like it's the worst thing in the world that you know, maybe the the paradigm shifts to where young people dream of of finally buying a home and that happens you know maybe a little bit later in their life you know in their
1: middle ages or problem is that for 40 45 the vast majority of people the uh and and this is this is proven throughout history the number one way that average people build wealth is with is through through their their home and you're gonna have to change that And and then if you i don't know if you've seen some of these cities um and I don't know if, if ours is in this, but uh, I read an article uh, online, I think it was in Forbes, um, where some of the, the major cities, uh, I think they, they one was uh, San Francisco, they did one in Houston. I think Miami was like this. And they were saying that right now, up to, in some of these places, 9 to 11% of home purchases are not being made by people. They're being made Just by groups, companies.
2: Yeah, groups and investment firms.
1: Investment and firms and whatnot. And so there th- this is the part that people are really getting pissed about is that if there is something that is affordable or you think can be affordable, you aren't just bidding against people anymore with interest rates being as high as they can. Or as I you know, it's eight, nine, ten, eleven percent on some of these, you know, especially if you don't have real good credit. So, hey, here's a house that I think I can afford. You're not bidding against other people for that starter home you're just getting a company that's coming in buying it and turning it into doing an airbnb or a rental home or whatever and that's the other one that just is an absolute scroogey for people
4: well my wife and i grappled with this for a while we rent and we're happy with it i don't mind just making a phone call you know for a maintenance guy to come fix stuff as opposed to having to worry about property taxes and all those extra costs but but the generations you know 30 40 50 years ago they were paying what 150 grand and 20 percent, you know, uh, of an interest rate, but it was only 150 grand, and that was yeah. Yeah. so much easier to get out of. Now, six, seven hundred thousand dollars later, and even with a three to five percent mortgage rate, good freaking luck.
1: We we were looking, me and my lady looked at a home. Oh, this was six months ago, and it was on the uh, right off Marine Drive, so on the bad side of <laughs> the river. Ah. And, uh, you know, and you could tell that the home had... The, it wasn't selling me. This is to, in Portland? This is in Portland, right off Marine Drive. And, uh, you know, a half a mile from you were some wonderful people in your, you know, if anyone's been down there. But the home itself was amazing. It had a dock, and it was incredible. But you could tell that, you know, obviously you were going to have to deal with, uh, you know, with some urban campers not too far from your house. And we were like, we, we can do this. Like, this is... This is not, We'll bet on Portland getting its ad together. And it's not like it was right in front. But I was like, dude, there just isn't going to be something like this that comes up that's affordable on the river with a boat dock and it had a crow's nest. And we were like, we're in. Buy low. And we, we went and looked at it. And with the down payment that we had, had to put down, which was whatever it was, 20% or whatever, <laughs> the difference between the uh, interest rate that I have right now on my house And what I would have had to pay on the new one, the interest alone was more than my house payment currently
2: is. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And we were like, uh, okay, well. Not a good time. Yeah. And so you just kind of sit there and you think about that. And for, you know, for the poor people that are trying to sell that house, like, because if you've got all the money in the world, that's probably not the house that you're buying. And for people that would normally buy that house, you the difference between a 2.5% interest loan and a 9% loan keeps you out of that. And that home sat and sat and sat and sat and sat. And someone, I don't know, who eventually came in and bought it. But, I mean, it's just a tough beat out there for a lot of people.
2: Yeah, it's rough. It's just, a, it's just different. It's going to be different forever. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't.
1: I don't see how it I goes see,
2: back. Yeah, I, I don't. Right. I mean. I bought my first house for one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. One hundred and fourteen. I hate both of you. Yeah, it's crazy,
1: man. <laughs> like that's just—I'm I'm so jealous of that opportunity you guys have. Yeah. yeah. And I loved it because I moved to La Center because it was out in the sticks and got acreage for that. And now you go out to La Center, and it's the same as everywhere else because they, there's no more affordable. Like it's nothing's affordable in La Center. But that's what you had to do is you had to move out to the sticks, and now there is no more sticks. It's just everything has, has sprawled out there. And it's it's tough, and I feel, I do, I absolutely feel for young people with that no longer being a thing. And the whole point of, like, you're dumping money into your mortgage, but you know eventually, you know, for a lot of people, that is going to be a big hunk of your retirement. And for a lot of young people, that ain't a thing anymore.
2: Yeah, they'll figure it out. I'm just like an old surly republican now just <laughs> keep going up so i can retire yeah, I saw cash your, out of these houses
4: I saw your oregonian sticker on the way in. yeah you're republican
2: yeah come on it's all about me and my money um i have brighter news on this front yeah what do we got 3d printed homes kevin well the real estate thing have you seen that no the brokers association that no, got I hit did. did you see it? no what's so happening in missouri federal court in missouri um the Real Estate Brokers Association, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, they were found guilty of conspiring to keep uh, commissions high for uh-huh. real estate brokers. Yeah, Those sons of bitches. They have been ordered to pay $1.8 billion. Whoa! And they are saying, I was reading an article in the Wall Street Journal that said, this is going to absolutely upend that entire industry. And Ooh. there are a lot of different ways. Who pays the $1.8 billion? Well, I think there were three major companies called... Uh, Coldwell. I don't think Coldwell was one of them. I can't remember which companies, but uh and who knows if they'll pay that. They're going to appeal. They're yeah. going to keep it in the court. And who gets the money? So if I bought a home yeah. through Yes. Yeah, I think that's people I what? think they said it's a 5-year period. Where's
1: my money, bitches? Let's go.
2: <laughs> but I don't think it was in Oregon. I think it was What about in Washington? There were some other states. I don't remember the deets. Look, I'm looking
1: for a payday. Let's sue somebody.
2: There are some pretty cool ways that this article was saying that that's going to change moving forward. And it will help. uh, Well, it may not help first-time buyers, but it will help sellers.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.